Hello everyone, this is Deborah Richardson and today I am putting the AP in Happy where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. This podcast will give a voice to accounts payable team members by talking about the growing reality of cyber attacks in their world and which vendor setup and vendor management techniques they can apply to protect the vendor master file from fraud. Need training? Visit the Vendor Process Training Center to enroll in your choice of weekly live and on-demand training sessions. Plus, get access to vendor setup form templates and reference tools that will help you and your team avoid fraud, fines, and bad vendor data. So sign up for a free account to get access to free training sessions, vendor process, FAQs, and a resource library with information you need to manage your vendor master file. Visit training.deborahrrichardson.com today. The link will be in the show notes. So it shouldn't happen, but it always does. Vendors don't have a valid address on file. Now, you don't want your check payments or your 1099 forms to come back. So here are some free, reliable resources to find an address that is tied to your vendor. Keep listening. Welcome to episode 270 for free official sources to find a vendor address just in time for 1099 distribution. Now, this actually came out of a recent podcast episode I did. I think it was in November, but it was episode 262, three free ways to obtain your vendor's missing tax ID and time. Uh, and then I thought about the fact that I didn't talk about addresses and addresses can be uh, an issue too, because maybe, right, your vendor moved and uh, just didn't tell you, right? Or maybe they told the internal team member and that information just never got to the AP or the vendor team so you could update it in your system. Uh, Or maybe you never had a valid address. Now that really shouldn't happen, but sometimes it does, uh, especially uh, as we're coming off of year end at the time that this podcast is originally being published. You could have created vendors for um, invoices to make sure that you got them in by the end of the year. And now you're going to go back and try to uh, collect the information that you didn't collect because you were trying to hurry up. Um, Good luck with that because some vendors, right, won't uh, respond or pay attention to you because they've already gotten their payment. Uh, But in any event, I did want to have, uh, in addition to right ways to find missing tax IDs, I wanted to have ways to find missing or invalid vendor addresses. Now, the way that you can find uh, that you identify that they're invalid, right, is maybe you sent checks out and the checks um, uh, returned, the last check returned, Or maybe you're uh, farther in the tax season and you sent out 1099s, but now they're coming back. 
So there can be, again, multiple reasons why you need to find a valid vendor uh, address to send or resend your 1099s or maybe even your checks or other documents as well. All right. So the reason that I used official sources is because this is really kind of going beyond that general Google search or Internet search that you might use for your vendors if they're missing in, uh, any information in order to find it and populate it in your vendor master file. Now, I don't recommend doing that because fraudsters, especially nowadays with AI, they can very easily and very quickly set up a spoofed website and they're probably doing probably a lot better than I am with SEO and paid ads in order to get those spoof websites at the top of your search. I, I had a couple of new scam alerts where I talked about that. And if you're not on my new scam alerts uh, subscriber list, I'm going to put a link to that in the show notes so you can stay up to date on what these fraudsters are doing. So not only that, though, with uh, doing that, you know, regular Google or internet search. Uh, at the last in-person conference I went to back in November, I had an attendee say, you know, she's doing that, but more and more she's finding that the information that she needs, right, to either do that confirmation call. I think that was the reason that she said that uh, she was doing those. But she was trying to find, right, that information for confirmation calls and finding that a lot of the vendors have taken off the communication information such as emails and uh, addresses and even the telephone number. So there's nothing to say that if you do a web search or a Google search that you're going to actually come up with the address. So what I thought I would do is provide some official sources so that if you do find the vendor's address, you know that at some point, and hopefully they still are, that vendor was tied to that address and filed some type of document using that address. Also for each of these sources, I'm going to talk about what type of vendor you could most likely find using it. All right, so let's get started with the first one. Now, the first one is the uh, SEC. And if any of you uh, listened to episode 262, this was also one of the three free ways to obtain your vendor's missing tax ID. So the SEC or Security Exchange Commission has a uh, database called Edgar. And in Edgar, you can search either by vendor legal name or tax ID to find a public company's uh, filing, required filing. So this would be for public companies. And many of you may be thinking, well, why do I need to look up public companies? I should be able to just find them or get their information from their website. But again, many of those websites might be spoofed. And so if you don't have on file their website, then you may end up on a spoof website. So you want to make sure that you at least double check it uh, using 
other resources such as this Edgar database. So you can uh, search by name. You can also search by tax ID. And if for whatever reason, the tax ID is not valid that you haven't filed or missing, you can perhaps find the tax ID if, again, if your company is a public company. So that is one way to find it. And if you just want to check it out, just for an example, just search Microsoft and you'll find it. Uh, I will say, though, that there are a lot of filings, depending on the uh, company, that you'll have to scroll through, but you'll find, um, just keep clicking on the results and you'll end up finding a report that does include uh, not only their address, but also the tax ID if you need it. Now, I will put a link to the SEC's Edgar database in the show notes. All right, so the next one is SAM.gov. Now, SAM.gov is, SAM stands for the System of Award Management, and this is the federal government um, site where vendors that do business with government entities will register. So if you are a government entity, then your vendor should definitely be there. But even if you aren't a government entity, if your vendor does business or wants to do business with uh, the government, the U.S. government, they will file uh, a have a registration in that uh, in that database, which is SAM.gov. So it is a great place to search, and not only will it have um, corporations, public companies, but also have the smaller vendors too. Those vendors that are small but want to do business again with the U.S. government, and so you can check SAM.gov. Now, I will say that they use ID.me, and you have to register in order to uh, check this resource. But it doesn't take long, and uh, you can search by your vendor's name. You can also search by their tax ID, and if for some reason you collected the the unique identifier that is on SAM.gov, which is the UEI, uh, Unique Entity Identifier. Now, last year, or was it the year before, SAM.gov switched from their unique identifier being the DUNS number, which I think you can search by DUNS number too, uh, but they switched from it being the DUNS number to it being their own unique entity identifier or UEI. So you can search by either of those as well. And this one will give you or may have additional addresses for the vendor as well, because they do ask for different types of addresses. um, So they can have a mailing address, a physical address, and maybe even different ordering addresses. So you can get multiple addresses or you may be able to get multiple addresses from this source. This next one can be a bit tricky and it is the state's website, uh, the state business entity search website. And you have to use the state where the company or the vendor has registered in. And again, we're talking about U.S. vendors. And what can be tricky about this one is that one, if you don't have an address, you might not know what state to even check. Uh, And two, even if you do have an address, it could be registered in a different state. I, for one, 
had my company originally registered uh, in Oklahoma when I was there. Uh, but then when the grandbabies um, started coming, I came back to Michigan. And so I was a uh, registered in Michigan as well as a, a foreign domestic limited liability company. So it uh, can be a little bit tricky, but uh, this can come in handy if you do know the state. Now, for those of you that are not registered, actually for both. So if you are not registered on the vendor process training center, you might want to. And those of you that are registered, not sure if you knew, but on the resource library. So if you go into, I think it's on the contents um, on my uh training vendor process training site in the menu under content, there is a resource library. If you click on that and just kind of scroll all the way down, I have it in my tax resource or tax reporting um, section, but I have a link to all of the business entity name searches for all of the states. So if you are not already a user or registered as a free user on the Vendor Process Training Center, you might want to do that just to get access to it. And not only do I have a link for each of the states for the name or business name entity search, but I also have it to their uh, Secretary of State, which can give you more information like for tax reporting. So go ahead and check that out if you are interested for the state, or you could just go to the state website and uh, start your search from there. All right. Now, the last one that I have is the IRS tax exempt organization search tool. So it's from the IRS. And I know what you're thinking, Deborah, why are you giving us this one? Because you know that nonprofit or tax exempt uh, organizations are not reportable. Well, I am not a tax professional, but what I have learned in sending out 30,000 1099s um, per year for multiple years, managing 140,000 active vendors is that you can never really say for sure whether or not a vendor is going to be reportable. Uh, not only that, but maybe you sent them a check and the check came back. So I am going to include it. So, and by the way, if you didn't know that the IRS has a tax exempt organization search tool, you should definitely add this to your vendor setup uh, onboarding process and for existing vendor changes, because this is a great way to verify that uh, a vendor is a tax exempt uh, organization like a charity. I harp on this a lot for donations um, around Giving Tuesday. So I think I may have done a podcast for it. Uh, Giving Tuesday is always the um, Tuesday after Thanksgiving. So I think I did do one on that, but I harp on it a lot for that, but also any time of the year, because it's a great way to make sure your vendor is a real vendor and definitely that they're not a fake charity. So you can do a search on the tool by legal name and or tax ID. And again, this was one of the ones I included on the three free ways to find your vendors missing tax ID for nonprofits or tax exempt organizations, because you can search by legal name and the results will include the tax ID. Now, if you have a large tax exempt organization, hopefully you have at least a state because if you've got something like the Red Cross, 
it has a lot of locations. Even if you do have the state, it could have many of those. And so you want to have a way that you can at least identify the correct location to send that 1099 or more likely that check payment to. All right, so those were the four official sources for finding or validating your vendor's address just in time for 1099 distribution, but it can also be used to send any return checks, any return 1099s, uh, any other documents that need to go out when you know you either don't have an address on file or you don't have a valid address on file. And I'll repeat them one more time. Hopefully I have them in order in the way that I set them, but we'll see what happens. The first one I talked about was the Security Exchange Commissions, um, the ECHR or their ECHR database that holds all the filings. And so this would be for public companies. The next one I think I talked about was SAM.gov. And that one was for any vendor or company that does business with the federal government or any level of government, uh, you can find or validate their addresses uh, that way. And then also with the uh, state, that might have been the one before, but at the state level, right, all of all U.S. vendors have to register in a state. You just have to, have to make sure you have the right one. And again, for that resource, you can sign up with my Vendor Process Training Center and you'll get links to all of the business entity name searches for the states, just to remind you of that. And then I think the last one was the IRS tax exempt organization search tool. And that one is for tax-exempt organizations like charities, nonprofits. Uh, and so you may have a, a reason to uh, find their address or uh, validate an address that you have on file. Now, I will have links for each of those in the show notes, as well as a link to the Vendor Process Training Center. All right. So thanks, everyone. I hope you enjoyed the 270th episode of the Putting the AP in Happy podcast, where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. Don't forget to check the show notes for the links mentioned in the podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing and writing a review of my podcast on the platform that you use to listen. Stay happy. Stay happy.